Welcome to Unlock Your Mindset podcast with me, Steve Rawlinson. Get ready to open the door to the world of business, entrepreneurship, and the art of achieving remarkable success. We'll focus on emotional, intellectual, social, and adversity, and how each of these traits are crucial to unlocking your growth mindset. The journey to success starts here, so let's go. In this episode, I'm talking to Chloe Clover. Chloe is the co-founder, CEO of a multi-award-winning agency, Wonder Films, a personality-fierce, boundary-breaking content agency, disrupting the way businesses market themselves online. Wonder have worked with some of the biggest brands on the planet, crafting next-level campaigns and creating constant and engaging content and social since 2018. Chloe appeared in the prestigious Forbes 30, under 30 list, Chloe was also awarded Emerging Talent at the Entrepreneurs Forum Awards and the Business Woman of the Year at the Tease Business Woman Awards. Chloe, welcome to the show. That was mental. Isn't it? <laughs> as, as, as I said at the start, I should have just put Chloe Clover is a superstar legend in the making. <laughs> How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, really good. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Look, my introduction probably hasn't done you justice. Do you want to introduce yourself and summarise who you are and what you actually do yeah I can do for sure although that was that was pretty dope that there was a lot in there but yeah so I basically I started a content agency in 2018 we were traveling the world me and my partner and we realized there was a gap for someone there to take what we could do in the world of film and video and make that available to businesses because at the time social media was starting to boom I think in like 2016 2017 but there wasn't, people didn't really understand it. Businesses didn't understand how to use it. The big brands did, but the other businesses were still learning. Mm. So we saw a bit of a gap there. So we started Wonder, and it started out as Wonder Films, creating content for businesses. Started getting some momentum. We were wandering around, so that's where the wonder comes from, right? Right, okay, cool. Uh, and then we really started to get seen. We came back to the Northeast, and, and yeah, that was when everything kind of exploded, and we realised we not only could create some really dope content, but we knew how to market that as well. So that was kind of the, the birth of wonder since then, yeah, like like you mentioned. Where, where, did, where <laughs> did the idea come from then? Talk to us about the idea, travelling and, and things like that. And how do you come up with a business idea when you're travelling? <laughs> probably the best place to do it to be right. honest I guess we kind of felt pretty lost so I um I had a pretty rough kind of early adulthood if you like things weren't as straightforward as they are for a lot of people dropped out of school when I was 15 so I didn't I didn't finish school then I managed to get into art college because that was the only thing that I felt like I could do like be creative and again just couldn't stick it I just couldn't do it just didn't work for me, so I ended up dropping out of that. I was in free fall, in a bit of chaos, and then I met Lou. I was a drummer in a band, right? And they needed a drummer, so that's how that's was how she we in met. the band as well. Yeah, she's an amazing guitarist. So I auditioned for a band, and then the band imploded because we ended up liking each other. Right, <laughs> that usually happens in a band, and that was it. That was when we were like, right, we've done all sorts of things, like how do we change our lives? Like, we're, we're both lost, we're both not happy, let's go and do something. And we knew that we needed to do something pretty radical to get out of the space that we're in. So we worked really hard for a year, saved up, bought that one-way ticket to Australia, and that was it. We went. Wow. How long were you travelling for? We'd gone for 18 months. All in Australia? Uh, Australia and then through Southeast Asia. So we did Vietnam, through Cambodia, through Thailand. Lush. 
and then a little stop off at Vienna on the way back. Right. <laughs> and then decided to come back to the northeast and really give Wander a go. Yeah, we had to. I mean, it was well, we could have stayed, and we knew that we could have lived that nomadic life forever and we were traveling creating amazing content for like these unreal travel businesses like it was amazing we got to do the experience and film the thing jump out of planes or look after elephant whatever it was Uh and we could have done that forever and we knew that but it wasn't enough we knew we had gold dust right we knew we thought of something incredible and we knew that we had to do it it was almost it sounds like really twee or really i don't know but we it was almost like a a calling if you like we always knew that there was something there for us and this was like, oh, we found it. And it's something that you're both passionate about and you were enjoying it at the time as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Lou's incredible. She stayed in school. She has a degree. Right. So she, yeah, she's got a degree in filmmaking and it was when we were in Sydney, actually. I uh, I don't have one, but she has one. And I met this producer who was creating a, a TV pilot in Sydney and I was talking to him and he was looking for crew. So I managed to like, blag Lou into doing the audio for the pilot and then might have also managed to blag uh, an assistant uh, director role for me because I'd done it loads before right never ever done it before in my life yeah, yeah, but yeah, I was yeah. like oh I've done yeah I could do that no yeah. problem so I managed to blag us onto that set and that was like the moment we were like oh actually between us we've kind of got something going here so that's yeah. amazing It was mental. It was like a proper ride. Some things are just meant to be, aren't they? Like, I'm similar to yourself. I dropped out of school at 15 as well. I was a wrong. Did you? um, I've only just started doing education now. Got in with the wrong crowd and just basically I was just going off the rails. And then I saw an advert saying live and work in Ibiza as a 17-year-old. Blagged the guy on the phone (laughs) saying I'd been selling office furniture for two years and he asked me how many units had been selling and I think I said something like 60,000 a week I didn't even know what a unit was <laughs> next thing you know that was on the Wednesday on the Saturday I'm on a plane over to Ibiza Perfect. and I, I ended up going traveling for four years a little bit longer than 18 months and probably longer than what I should have done but and then things always fall into place in the younger parts of your life that's what I think so let's go back to the start what was it like Chloe Clover growing up and that's the first question and the second question where you are now and looking back where you've come from, did you think you'd be sitting in this position at 15 years old with your own company and it being a, a huge success like it is? That's a great question. It's probably one that I've asked myself a few times as well. So growing up was it was an interesting one. I've got a, an amazing foundation. I've got a really small family. It was pretty much my mum, my grandma and my two brothers and that's that was my family. So it was challenging my mum was a working mum and sometimes, you know, I, in that situation, you go without things, but she always tried her best. I always had that, like, role model of someone just working so hard and really trying to provide. And then our life changed a little bit. She met someone when I was a little bit older and, and that helped us a lot. And my grandma's always been our second parent, if you like, she was a massive part of our lives. And again, she was a really strong, independent woman. She brought my mum and my uncle up by herself she didn't have anyone else my granddad he had a heart attack when he was 37 and left her with a baby in her belly and a little toddler in her arms and she brought him up so I've had a really strong foundation of role models in my life but there was always that there was always something in me that just didn't feel like it fit anywhere so I I think that's why 
because I've thought about it a lot of course so you probably have like yeah, why exactly, yeah, why course. did that happen why couldn't it work in that system for you and it just there was always something in me guys have got older I've been told I've had undiagnosed dyslexia for yeah. one it's probably ADHD ADHD so like maybe now things would have been different or maybe they wouldn't because maybe it was always in me and similar to you I fell in with I don't even know if I fell in with them. I chose it, didn't I? It wasn't out of my control. I chose to be in that space and be in that crowd and to lose myself for a lot of years. So if I could tell myself at 15 that I was going to be where I am now, I think the arrogance of me then probably would have been like, yeah, all right. Yeah. I could but I always knew that there was something in me that was going to do something. I always knew that I really wanted to do something special, like we all do. Yeah. So I think that's always been there, but I think I, for a lot of years, suffered with anxiety and crippling self-doubt. So, I, I, yeah, it's weird that you meet one person in your life that really changes it, and, and that person to me was Lou. She just pulled me out of everything, and I think my life would have been very, very different had I not have met her, for sure. Yeah. That's it's just amazing. The person I met who got me out of the shit was my granddad. Similar stories. Yeah. Like, I was diagnosed with ADHD at 16 years old because they couldn't figure out. I was really intelligent, but I just wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, adapt to the system and follow the rules. I was the kid who questioned everything and just totally. the, the teachers hated me at school. And I, I'm, I'm proud of having ADHD because it makes me, you know, who I am today, high energy, off me rocket, just <laughs> boom, million miles an hour. And people just don't know how to deal with that. But if you've got it, yeah, you know how to deal with it and you know that you've got them special characteristics that are going to allow you to believe in yourself and push forward. I didn't get a diagnosis until about three or four years ago. And, it, oh. and even then, it's the doctors saying, like, we think this and we think you should go and I'm like no I don't want to like I've got to this point I'm, I'm all right yeah. I, I feel like it's just part of me I think one thing that I kind of have struggled with is the labeling of it and I'm, I'm starting to kind of get my head around it a little bit but it's just I don't feel like it needs to define you does Absolutely that make sense not. yeah 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 no it doesn't. like it's an amazing part of you and but it's it's the you bit in you that makes you special it's not the label of this is who i am listen anyone who says that you know it's a bad thing to be a bit weird and wonderful fuck them yeah so totally what? that's literally how totally i think agree. about it it's just <laughs> yeah. like look you are who you are yeah, yeah. and whatever drives you or motivates you and has allowed you to get to where you are today I wouldn't. I wouldn't change any of it. Yeah. You know. I wouldn't. I, w would you change your journey that got you to where you are today? No, none of it. No. So look, one of the things that I said that we give back to the listeners is there's other people out there that are a bit like me <laughs> and you, and every other entrepreneur that I've brought onto the show. To be fair, and what I want to try and do is give something back to them listeners that ultimately might be sitting there a little bit lost, thinking that they're going to be a bit wonderful one day, but they're not really sure what that opportunity is going to look like. And as I'm sure you're aware, there's opportunities facing us all the time. You traveling through Thailand and Australia, me sitting in Ibiza thinking I'm a new age hippie and I'm going to become this new age renewable energy guy. But there is opportunities everywhere and I want to try and give something back. So one of the things that has been a common trait with the entrepreneurs that I've interviewed is just the ability to be able to deal with shit, as I said before. <laughs> yeah. So let's think about the kind of four key characteristics across the emotional intelligence social intelligence adversity and intellectual how would you best describe your personality and how do you deal with the highs and the lows of growing a business oh how do i describe my personality 
I think I'm a bit off my tits, to be fair. <laughs> That's probably how I describe it. I think when I think about how other people maybe describe me uh, creative, yep. for sure, it's took me a really long time to understand that how I think isn't how other people think. Mm-hmm. So I get frustrated because like, I think about a million things and it comes to me really quickly and, and there's all these ideas and, and I get frustrated that I can't, sometimes can't get that from other people or that yeah. bounce from other people but what they have is these amazing skills that are different to mine and, and that's how we work together but it took me a while to understand that our brains all work different like if I shut my eyes and say I think of an apple I can see an apple I was shutting my eyes then by the way this isn't being recorded but yeah you said an apple to me and I was thinking of a bright wonderful rainbow coloured apple right that's the right but you say that to some people and they don't see anything like, and they just yeah. absolutely blows, like, they can conceptualise, they understand what an apple is, but if they shut their eyes and think of an apple, they don't see it. Like, and it just... That's so interesting. And it, what's I've tangented, this is pretty much exactly what we were talking about, about yeah. ADHD, right? I've gone off describing apples. Yeah. But yeah, so like, I guess, creative, yeah. <laughs> I can see the apple, right? Yeah. I can describe the apple. And then I think that other people think that I'm energetic and probably quick to decisions and I think that's maybe again part of the ADHD thing like sometimes people have said that one of my biggest strengths is that I can make a decision like that like mm-hmm. I don't have to really mull on it and really think no procrastinating about it. or anything exactly like that, yeah. Yeah. yeah like it comes I can be quite decisive and that comes really easy to me but at the same time I can't read paragraphs and I don't like a lot of information because I just you get bored easy yeah right I need the bullet points in life yeah <laughs> And, and I think that other thing that they're giving something back to the listeners is what gets you through the highs and what, well, what's been your biggest, what's been your biggest low in, let's say, building a business and getting to where you are today? And then what is them highs? What do them highs look like for you? When I think about, because I, because when you think about business and when I think about it, it is, the longer it goes and the, the more success you find, the bigger the highs and the deeper the lows and it can be one day and you feel both intensely and I can think of an example of that and it's taken me a really long time actually to to be able to talk about it but my grandma got really ill um just coming out of covid she got really really poorly and she went into hospital and and wasn't getting any better and and we decided to bring her home so we were caring for her end of life Mm -hmm. at home as a family 24 hours a day lasted Probably about a month. It was, it was really in, intense and trying to understand the power of emotion and family and then still trying to run the business was just, it was such a, a head fuck. And I was with her because she meant so much to me and I was with her right until that moment at the end. And then and we, and we lost her and, I, and I, it was, I can't, I can't put it into words what it does to someone seeing someone leave and someone that you care about as well and then I got a phone call the next day I hadn't slept got a phone call the next day and it was Forbes 30 under 30 telling me that I'd made the list and that was the morning after and it was just like what is this world that we're in like how it's just I could never fully feel it because I, I was so far in something else and my biggest accomplishment and my my most successful moment was something that I, I've i always struggled with because it came at the darkest time of my life. So it was just like, 
and that but that's business like yeah it is it's it can be it's not even business it's life <laughs> well, I, I have this saying life, it's called yeah. champagne and razor blades one <laughs> yeah. day it's champagne the next day it's razor blades yeah, like yeah. you can be sitting there and going some client saying or a member of your family saying you've achieved this or you've done this and then literally the next day you're like oh my god God, man, you're joking. Like one of our high points last year, and I don't mind sharing this, the mother of my children passed away in uh, October last year. Literally the week after, Samuel Knight's getting awarded a massive contract in the US. And I'm just like, I'm obviously, I'm empathetic and I'm, Obviously, I'm upset that the kids have lost the mum. My kids are in turmoil. And then the week after, I'm getting this call and it's like, Jesus. So it is, I literally, I say this to my team all the time around the world, that it is champagne and razor blades. One day you can be sitting at the lowest point of your life thinking that your world's collapsing. And that's that adversity of, you know, do you let that take control over you? And do you let yourself sink and start thinking about everything that's going wrong in your life? Or... Do you literally try and pull yourself through there where the champagne comes through and you're like, fucking hell, actually, life's not that bad, actually. You know, you can sit there, one, like you say, one day, turmoil, fuck, life's ending. Next day, life's fantastic. It's, it's, it and is. it's in all walks of life, isn't it? Yeah. It's not just business. It's in everything. Yeah, absolutely. And I think because you live and breathe your business, especially when you're an entrepreneur, like it's it's everything to you, isn't it? You've you've, yeah. you've grown it, and it it's it's in all facets of your life. It's not a job. It's it's your you sleep, eat, and breathe it. Yeah, it's your whole world. So then it collides with the emotional part of your family life or your personal life, and it all becomes one, and they affect each other. And it's that's probably the biggest challenge of, of an entrepreneur is being able to manage that because I, th- I think it's a, an amazing thing. Like I wouldn't change that. Mm-hmm. But it means that it's it's all consuming all of the all of the time. I totally agree. Let's talk about your achievements. What are you most proud of in terms of the achievements throughout the last ten years of your your working career, personal life, and the three biggest achievements? Three biggest achievements. Mm, okay. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> well, obviously, Forbes thirty under thirty. I mean, that's amazing. It's, it, it's that was nuts because that's like global recognition. Yeah, right? yeah. That was. That was wild. And when we were on the beach in Queensland, in Australia, when we were sat down and we were writing our plan and, and talking about the things that we were going to do, and one of the things that we put on that list was Forbes 30 under 30. Shut up. I swear down. Do you believe in manifestation? 100%. 100%. Yeah. I sound the same. Yeah. It, Every morning. Yeah. I get, same. That routine. Writing See, believe down. it, achieve it. Write it down. Yeah. And it always comes, doesn't it? And it's not magic. Like, no, no, it, it's not like we think it, therefore it happens. It's like we think it, therefore we action it, therefore it happens. I, like, I, I totally agree. It's, so you wrote that down on the beach? Yeah. Wrote that down on the beach. Wrote down that we were going to have our own studio space and we decked it out in our heads like we knew that we were going to have our own blended coffee and it was going to be industrial and it was going to have dark walls and it was going to have a massive open plan and a big seating area in the in the middle that was like bleachers and studio space in the back and all of this stuff and like we've that's what we've done like yeah. we've, we've got that exact that. thing that we said we were going to do it's, it is it's amazing and we said we were going to enter tv right you go into content because you love content and you love creating and you love video but there's always that little bit in you that's like, oh, I want to, I want to make a TV program, yeah. you know, like I want to, I want to make a movie. I want, I want the world to see like something like big. Are you manifesting that? Are you gonna do a movie? Oh, we're gonna do a freaking movie, man! Like I, I, love I swear that. down. I love that. We, we've been working 
So this is kind of another one of those big achievements. Yeah. We've been working really hard on growing a, a TV arm to wonder. So over the past 18 months to two years, like we've been growing another business essentially within the wonder group. And we've got a team in Manchester as well now, which is amazing. And we've just landed back-to-back commissions and I can't say who it's with, but it's pretty dope. Like, yeah, it's really I big. Keep an eye out because yeah, we'll, yeah, we will be sharing that. But it's again, it's that we've intentionally wrote that down every single morning, me and Lou together, drinking our coffee, going through our goals, writing down what we're doing. Yeah, I do, do the same. Yeah. My, my, my family think I'm off my rocker when they see the things that I write down to myself. You know, I start the year every year with like 10 things that I'm going to achieve. And then I look back on them on like December the 27th and I'll be like, right, what did I achieve last year? And I'll be like, oh my God, I totally forgot that I wrote that. And I wrote that. And oh my God, like all of the things that I said I was going to get, I got. But yeah. it's not, as you say, it's not like the magician code which is a great book by the way it's not like the magician's code it's just actioning against your your mind of what you believe you can achieve and you genuinely believe that you will get that yep. through whatever shit gets thrown at you you'll just find a way through and you'll forget what you've asked the universe for because I'm a big spiritual person me and then you get to the end of the year and you'll be like I totally believed I would get that and then you get it yeah, and, yeah. And, it, and, and, and like you say it's just that you believe it and you will achieve it. Yeah. You, you do. I think you pull it into existence. Like, because you're thinking about it, because you've conceptualised it in your brain, you've created that thing that you're going to do, you, you've got the will, you, like, build the path to it because you're thinking about it. Because you're always thinking about it, the actions are happening daily to get you to that point. Whereas, totally like, if you kind of just think, oh, one day I would like to, it's just... It, it doesn't have that. Chloe, you're the definition of someone who can unlock their mindset because <laughs> I sit there and I do them things. And I know, you know, out the 110 staff that we've got, no one's like me. Like I'll sit in a meeting and I'll be like, we're going to do this. And I see them and I see the, the view on the faces and they're like, oh my God, this is not going to be good. <laughs> and, the then, and then thing, yeah. about <laughs> seven months later or a year later, they'll go, Wow, that actually works. Like we yeah, launched yeah. in America in the middle of COVID and all of my board were going, what are you doing? Everyone's safeguarding cash and you want to go and grow a new business in America. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no time like the present. Listen, we're doing it and this is how we're going to do it. And they were like, you're going to break the company. And I was like, I won't. That business went through the roof and it saved us through COVID. Within seven months, it was bigger than the UK business. And they were just Love like, that. That's mental. fucking Steve, man. We were all sitting there worried that this was going to either break. I think one of the comments of the board meeting was, this will either break us or it'll, or it'll put us on another and, level. And he was probably and, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, at one point, I think at one point I was sitting there thinking, hmm, this might actually break us. But then I thought, give your head a pull. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, you don't and have then, time for that. And then a year later, I'm like, now we've got this big business in the USA and everyone's like, oh my God, Steve, what can I like? how did you do that in the middle of COVID? And it's just like, I just believed. Yeah. So how big's, how big's Wanda now and what the plans then? Tell us what the, the end goal for, well, not even the end goal because I can't see an end goal with you. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, what does that, what does the future look like for Chloe Clover and Wanda? So at the minute, Wanda, we've got some really great clients. We work with some really, really cool brands and we've just launched some created Wonder into a group which was always the intention yeah and like I said we started off as video and then that grew into marketing that and managing that so video on social managing that content and then we've been developing the group over the last like feels like forever like getting it all the pieces in place bringing in the right talent 
We've got a team of 20 at the minute and we've got our TV arm, which is absolutely killing it. We've got our web and brand arm now as yeah. well. And then we've got our video and content and social arm. So the agency is becoming like like a freaking agency. Yeah. Like our goal, our ambition is to be number one, first in the UK, then the rest of the world. Like why would we not want okay. that? Like it's Why not? Exactly. It's Who do you compete with? <laughs> okay <laughs> who, who who would be your biggest like if you said that's the company that we want to aspire to be like for Samuel Knight I remember sitting there when I started the business and I, I can say this now because obviously I've been out the business for a long time but I was a director of Michael Page they're a three and a half billion pound staffing business and I remember sitting in this operating board meeting thinking you're all shit if you guys can build a three and a half billion pound business I can build a three and a half billion pound business. So that was my kind of trigger of sitting in that meeting going, this is a shit business. And then me going, fuck it, if they can do it, I can do it. In 1960, they launched above a laundrette in Fulham. In 2014, we launched above a curry house in Newcastle. So I look at Michael Page and think, right, you're the big dog. I'm coming for you. I'm taking your food and I'm coming for you. Who's your big dog? Who's our big dog? I mean, there's... There's a lot, there's some really amazing brands. It's difficult for us because we've looked. There isn't anyone doing what we're doing. So there isn't anyone that has that full service from TV, social, video, web and brand, like that. And are they all the jigsaw pieces now or is there more? There might be a few more. There might be a few more. But that's like full service and and that's quite special. But we do admire tons of agencies and we do look up to tons of agencies there's we are social which are incredible they're a, a global social agency and that i think they're doing amazing things and mm-hmm. of course we're we're looking at those and there's regional brands as well like there's northeast businesses that are yeah. doing amazing as well but yeah i think it's just for us it's i think it's good to look at your competition and it's good to benchmark but i think for us it's like i've got blinkers on i can just see it i can see where we're gonna go and i can see the path and we take inspiration from from all sorts of places we take inspiration from nike you know we we take inspiration from we are social we take inspiration from social chain and stephen bartlett like we we take inspiration from gymshark like we're looking at how similar to you how those brands have gone from from that little acorn into yeah. a massive oak tree so i think it'll be You've already said there that you believe it, you can see it, and that's the same as me. You know, people, again, you're not the entrepreneur. You can't see it, can you? So what you see, probably no one else in your business can, but you've got that self-belief that it's going to (laughs) happen. It might you might have to grow patience and like it might take a little bit of time yeah obviously to scale and grow a business. Growth sucks cash. Yep. So you need more cash in the business. Do you wait for your pay cycle come through or do you go and raise investment or you know what does that journey look like and then you just keep going and keep going until you know ultimately you reach that pinnacle point where someone says right chloe we'll acquire your company for this or do you want to float the business i mean what's the what's the end goal with one day are you are you building it to scale to sell or are you building it to float like <laughs> that's a really good question i at the minute we're not scaling to sell Okay. At the minute, we're not yeah. scaling to sell. But we are actively looking at what's out there and what we can bring in to Wonder. Mm-hmm. So I've always loved acquisition as a growth model. So I can see that being mm-hmm. in our future. But yeah. Don't be afraid of raising institutional investment. I, I was at a conference the other week 
with a couple of people from the northeast and there's this scaremongering amongst the northeast entrepreneurs that uh if you raise investment you'll get diluted and it'll stop you from being able to be the entrepreneur and the creative person that you are and i said what a load of shit you can <laughs> yeah. imagine my, my my kind of kickback on that was like well i raised institutional investment in 2018 and that investment that i raised allowed me to build Samuel Knight into the group and scale it much, much bigger yeah. than any of our competition in the Northeast or within the UK. You yeah. know, I, I look back and think about that journey and it's kind of like, growth does suck cash. So, you know, offline, if you want any tips on that. I was just going to say, maybe like when we're not uh, it, on a... There's a big market <laughs> for institutional investment. But these things, the listeners will appreciate this as well because essentially what we're doing is we're unlocking the mindset to be able to show people that they might not come from an academic background, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to fall into a system and just think that that's the mundane way of life and they can't, if they're creative and they've got these wonderful ideas, fuck, go and, go and build something, go and do it. You know, yeah. look around you, open your eyes and don't be afraid of scaling something. In terms of like your personal future ambitions, what does that look like for you? And you recently got married as well, yeah? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It was, it was incredible. Like Lou and I have been together It'll be 10 years this summer. Right. So, yeah, so it's been a long time. And yeah. we I, we just knew straight away. I don't know, there's just, we just... Sparks. Yeah. Love that. It was. And, and people always say it was, how do you spend that much time together? Like, how are you always... Because we live and breathe wonder. Yeah. And then it's, it's in our own personal lives. It's m- most of what we talk about because yeah. we freaking love it. And then we have all the same hobbies. We rock climb and we we go hiking and we love adventure sport and all of that stuff. So we spend all of our time together. We've got the same That's not a bad friends. thing. If it's your soulmate and the universe brought you together, so what? It's amazing, honestly. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really hard that. to explain to people. Like, it just works. Why would you not want to spend that time with the person that you love is, is usually my, my answer to that. But, yeah, so we got married amazing it was in the lake district we hired Lush. yeah it was it was mental it was just big teepees uh emo pop pump band <laughs> it right. was like it was so cool and then we went to rome and that was our first holiday in about do you switch five off years no no <laughs> no you can't can you it's so hard yeah it's so hard. rest when you're dead <laughs> oh no well yeah i suppose so yeah no, no honestly I, I, that's how my mind works it's just like look i'll rest when i'm dead yeah, yeah. it's fine <laughs> like, everyone's oh steve you need to slow down you need to slow down oh, I'm like, no 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 Fuck that. I don't no, want to slow down. Totally agree. I think, I, I don't, yeah, there's, there's got to be a reason why people are telling you to slow down. Like, don't, yeah, don't tell me to slow down. Like, I'll I'm, know when my yeah, body yeah. needs to slow I'm, down and then yeah. I'll slow down. But until that moment comes, like, I have no intentions to slow down. I'm sure you're the same as well. Yeah, it's it, it, there's a big push, isn't there, at the minute, over the past couple of years on not working hard. Like, that it, you shouldn't talk about working hard because we need to be taking better care of ourselves and we shouldn't expect that and all of those things. But, I feel lost when I'm not working hard, when I don't have a focus and a drive that I am like pushing towards. I'm lost, I love working hard. I think it's probably one of the things I like the most about myself is my- You're a grafter. Yeah, and I love it. And I, I think it's such a, I think people should look after themselves. I'm not saying they shouldn't. And, yeah, and, 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 I agree. But I think you should be allowed to do whichever one suits you and they shouldn't Every be stigma Every entrepreneur we've had, we've had on this show, right? The one thing that they all said which is in common with with yourself and me, is how do you become successful? There's no secret ingredient. You just work hard. Stay focused, work hard. And if you believe in what you're trying to achieve, that belief, Mm -hmm. then it'll come true. 
Yeah. It'll happen as long as you work hard. The society nowadays saying, oh, it's all about that work-life balance and, you know, the people want to work from home three or four days a week so they can walk the dog and that. You're not going to get very far in life, <laughs> yeah. mate, if you think that you're just going to be able to do a three-day working week. Yeah. You've got a graft. Well, if it, but if that's what you want... Yeah, I, I agree. If to- that's what you want, Totally cool. Yeah, yeah, if you if you want that lifestyle and you, you want to have that time to chill and, and that's important to you, totally advocate for that but if you want the big ambition stuff mm-hmm. you've got to graft I totally agree totally agree so what are your next goals then what's next for Chloe for me personally yeah. oh got any big adventures coming up you say you like rock climbing rock and, climbing uh, yeah I'm actually going yeah. to Spain climbing first week of Feb yeah we're going over at El Choro right rock climbing which is which is lush after the wedding we made a, an agreement with one another that we would take time to go and do the adventure bit. Yeah. Because that's what... You can still graph, though. You can still yeah, work. Oh, yeah. 100%. But it's like... I've always got to be pushing myself. And yeah. it, whether that's in my personal life, my hobbies, whatever it is in my life, I've got to be pushing and focused on it. And I think that keeps my brain, like, in tune. If I Where does that come from, that ingredient? Because I know where mine comes from. Where do you think that special, that special ingredient that you've got comes from? I think there's something in me... I just, I have to be the best. Like, I've got something in me that's like, I just can't settle until I know that I've done everything physically possible to do the thing that I want to do. I wonder whether it's maybe it's like, again, that that ADHD piece, the gifted and talented piece, like colliding with each other. Yeah. Like they, maybe it was the, it's those two things in my brain that have collided to give me this like insatiable need to push my body and my mind. Do you think entrepreneurs are born or do you think they're made? I I think entrepreneurs are born. I, I think you've got you've got it or you You're born with it. Yeah, you've got it or you don't. But at the same time I think there's so many people that have those traits that aren't able to focus enough to do the thing like for example and maybe it's tough for me to, to to really articulate it but I would struggle without the right people around me to be able to I wouldn't have been able to get wondered to where it is without the right people at the right time and, and yeah, that's... especially without Lou she's like the opposite of me right she's the detail person yep. she reads contracts and talks to solicitors and head of operations and stuff and just let me be like, oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to do this and we're going to go there and I'm going to speak to this person and we're going to win this. Di-. So like, I think I would still be doing what I'm doing, but I need someone who has structure because I lack structure, I think. And that's why that- You're the visionary. You're the strategic visionary, like entrepreneur that looks at where the business is going, believes in what they're trying to achieve. And then you've got the people around you do the detail. Yeah. Yeah. That's I would really struggle. That's the perfect ingredient. <laughs> yeah, that is, is literally is. the perfect ingredient. And I say this because my team know how much I love them. Samuel Knight wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for the people in my senior management team that have been with me, I would say, close to 10 years. Like, And these people, I've put them through some proper shit. (laughs) Like, some of my ideas have been a bit loose, and they've stuck by me because they genuinely believe in my belief that we're building something really special. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and if you've got that, that is the perfect ingredient. Yeah. Perfect ingredient. So, look, again, the reason I'm doing this podcast is to give back to people who want to listen to the show. In terms of tips, 
that you'd give to listeners in terms of building a positive mindset? Because you you are quite similar to me. Like I can imagine your mindset being positive 95% of the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. It can be thundering and lightning outside, but in my mind it's it's unicorns, rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Um, what What tips would you give to the listeners in terms of being able to push themselves forward and build something? I think we've we've talked a lot about it, but I think that understanding your own vision, I think, is key. If you can see it, if you can breathe it, if you can feel it, if you can practically touch where you want to be and living and breathing that every single day, talking about it whenever you get the opportunity to, like your mind is fully focused on, on that path forward. I think there's no way you can be derailed because even if something out of your control comes along, it, it's just a detour until you're back on that totally thing. Totally agree. So, so I think that pure vision for what you're looking to do yeah. and action in that every single day, I think is essential. And then from a personal tip, I suppose, or, or something that I, I really try to do is being okay with, with you, right? You have to make peace with yourself. You have to understand that all those little weird facets that are in your personality, all of that bit is the special sauce that makes you and and you have to own it it's the thing that makes you different the, you are the thing that makes you different in your life and you've got to figure out what that is and really accept that and that can be some of the challenging things about you and your personality as well but you've, you've just got to understand truly deeply who you are love that where can listeners contact you if they want to get in touch with you and maybe get a few tips off you or they want to find out a little bit more about wonder and, and what you guys do yeah, so you can find Wanda on all platforms. Follow us on LinkedIn, follow us on Insta, check out our reels, see whether you agree with our opinions on things. Uh, you'll see what I mean when you go and check them out. We get a lot of views on our reels at, on Wanda and it's usually people debating our opinions. Me personally, I so you can find me, Chloe Clover, on LinkedIn. It's probably the best place to follow me. I post a lot of entrepreneur shit on there. Yeah, I love that. Chloe, thanks very much for coming on the show. All the best with Wanda. And uh, I look forward to seeing all your success coming over the next few years. Yeah, bye. All right, cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Thanks very much for listening to the podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to Unlock 